0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Uh, well, it's uh, it's Sunday. Uh, we're closing in on the end of February. We're heading into March. That March weather is approaching. I'm not sure what March weather is in Los Angeles.
1: Um, I mean, next week it's supposed to be like in the low 60s and cloudy.
0: That is good.
1: Good. I mean, seems good to me.
0: That's my preferred weather. Sure. Uh, you so, just you know just sort of you're used to like March being that's really when the snow starts to kick in, you know. Right. But since we live in Los Angeles,
2: I feel yeah, like the wettest no Los snow. Angeles
0: months are January and October.
1: The wettest October? Yeah. No October. It doesn't rain. It's hot in October.
0: Mm. The, the rainy season, season doesn't my start till
1: was. November. Oh no! It's still hot in October.
0: Well, then forget it, everybody. It's still hot in October.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, um, what's new?
1: Um. Well, you know, there the Alabama still is saying that embryos are children.
0: <laughs> That's. Uh
1: thing that like gets me about this, I mean, in addition to like everything mm-hmm. is like, it, they're just so ignorant about the way that IVF works. Yes. Like we did what five transfers of six or seven embryos mm-hmm. and we have one child. We have one living child. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> why don't I have seven children if all embryos are children?
0: You know, uh, that's up to God, I guess.
1: I guess so. It's just like, it's one of those also things where I've been reading all these articles about how Republicans are freaking out because it's like, I feel like there's all these things that they don't actually want to happen. They just want to like make a lot of noise about how like godless Democrats are. But then, when this stuff actually happens, they're like, "Oh, wait, we didn't, we didn't mean it that way."
0: Well, like, co- oh. they sort of have to see how the base reacts to it and go, "Are we?" Are they well,
1: this? the base is like if the half the base this, is like, "We did IVF," <laughs> like, yeah, or like we're in the middle of IVF in Alabama, and now the biggest like hospital in Alabama is saying we're not doing, we've paused IVF procedures. Yeah. So how does that feel? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, as long as it's okay in the eyes of God and the Republican Party, they should feel great about it.
1: It's just like it's so dumb.
0: Look, We're so hey, backwards. People, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about people. <laughs> Except that there's good people on both sides.
1: Oh, Thank sure. You. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I always say. Yes. Good uh, people on both sides.
0: That's what, uh, you know, just that one thing that, that Donald Trump said that one time that was um, so insane to say out loud that I, <laughs> I've never forgotten it. I will always say it. Um. <clears throat> uh, so beyond that. Mm-hmm. What else
1: is going on? Um, well, I'll tell you
0: what else is going on. Okay. Dory and I have started office hours together. It's true. <laughs> started on Friday. We have uh we're, we've got Dory uh, told us <laughs> to get the the artist away the book that apparently is 30 years old and is helping us unblock our creative selves, everybody. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we're, you know, right. Because as Dory and I discussed over the course of the week, we both are writers and we both need to write ourselves back into jobs.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like basically the long and short of it.
0: Yeah, so we are doing it in a fairly e- interesting way. I'm not, you know, I don't know how much, how, how like, I don't know how, how our schedules are going to really sync up throughout mm-hmm. the week for this kind of thing. It also is like, The way the book is structured, it's a weekly, right? It's 12 weeks. It's supposed to be 12 weeks. Yeah. And you're supposed to go through the course of it one chapter a week, essentially, after you get through the introduction of the first chapter. So theoretically, we wouldn't have to do the next chapter till Friday. Right. But like, I feel like we should probably do the next chapter on Monday and have a shortened first week. Wait, why? Because if we start the chapter on Friday, we don't it can't really it doesn't really feel like we're implementing anything until Monday. You know what I mean?
1: Well, we are implementing things. We're implementing morning pages. Yes. We're implementing the artist date. I'm I'm curious to see where you take yourself on an artist date.
0: Oh, I haven't even thought about an artist date for myself.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Also, there's a bunch of um tasks we're supposed to complete that i don't we think either of us has completed no no we did the exercises oh the exercises are separate from the tasks i'll tell you
0: this book is uh you know i'm it, it it's uh it seems on the surface very uh, uh spiritually mumbo jumboy Mm-hmm. wishy-washy hogwash as i would say usually um but i'm so ready to unblock whatever writer's block has been happening that i'm i'm like sure whatever whatever i'll try anything um
1: did you find any of the exercises we did on friday helpful at all
0: i don't know yet hmm. um but the uh my, my 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 personal problem with the book is the it's not laid out in a in a good way.
1: Yeah. I don't disagree. I wonder if there there must be like a workbook version of this.
0: <laughs> it really feels like it's Well, I, I say that in like a sense of like there's like eight tasks but they're buried in four paragraphs. And like it's just not like Visually linear, I guess, is what I'm looking for.
1: Right. So there is the Artist's Way workbook, but it's not clear to me how it is.
0: Now, this is something you have done prior to...
1: I've done a few weeks of it. I've never finished it.
0: Oh well, this is going to be an interesting task.
1: Um, so you've never
0: truly unblocked your Katra.
1: I've never truly unblocked myself.
0: Hmm.
1: I wonder if you would find the workbook easier because it does look like it kind of lays things out. It's it's meant to be a companion to the book but it seems like it kind of lays things out much more clearly Mm. so maybe
0: well Dory was over there like we're trying to read the chapter at the same time and then Dory's got a highlighter and she's going nuts highlighting things and I'm like I don't really highlight things and then once we both finish with the chapter it's like I don't understand what just happened so then Dory's like here and she takes her pen and she like numbers things like she had highlighted in her own book. And I'm like, oh, and I start to see what a highlighter is for. I'm like, wow.
1: (laughs) It's like you never learned how to study.
0: I, I certainly didn't learn how to study. I mean, studying to me was you know, tests are going to be on chapter three through seven of this book. Then it would be, my studying would be reading chapter three through seven a couple of times and that's it. No Mm. real, like, Oh, I think I'll need to know that fact. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: But like when it's tasks that you're supposed to, I don't know. It's very confusing. Um, but it's also like I'm very willing to do this and uh I'm kind of like you know into the idea of of quietly sitting and writing yeah alongside my bay that's me <laughs> uh all right. That's that. So that's what that's sort of what we're doing right now. That's our sort of goal together as human beings is to unblock ourselves for our create our creative selves so that they may you know send so forth that- art.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um
0: cuz there is like, I mean- you know, you're Yeah, you don't really I feel like you don't or I don't personally i don't know about you i don't really nurture that side of my brain
1: totally and that's what this is for
0: that side of my brain is often neglected because i'm busy um trying to sort out our lives (laughs) yeah uh ironically that part of our my brain needs to be unblocked so that we can sort out our lives you know what i'm saying
1: yes i do I mean, I, yeah. Um, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us the workbooks because it looks like it is a more straightforward way of kind of knowing exactly what you need to do.
0: I need an, a a straightforward way to the artist's way.
1: Yeah, so I'm getting that, and I've added a bag of. Amazon brand coffee to get oh us get, get with this you. the overnight overnight shipping that's the
0: beauty of the, yeah I had to, we had to order a third book <laughs> <laughs> so um, atomic Habits.
1: no we actually you know we actually had what I would describe as one of the more like fruitful conversations of our relationship when the other night when we.
0: And well, oh, we kind decided. of like
1: mutually decided we needed to support each other in getting our writing done. Mm-hmm. And we were going to do things. We we're going to do this together. Mm-hmm. And we were going to work alongside each other and do this together. Yeah. Um. And it did really feel like sometimes I feel like, are we a team? like Mm. are we a team Mm. and this was like oh we're a team
0: Mm. i mean i've always thought we were a team
1: Uh, me too but like sometimes it it doesn't like i think especially lately when we've been so stressed out it's just like i think i've felt like i'm sort of grasping at straws like like just so stressed out and anxious and yeah and this was a good, like, oh, we do have the same goals. And Matt admitted that he's not done with Los Angeles, everybody.
0: Uh, yeah, so I hope LA's not done with me. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple more things in myself that need to come out.
1: Yeah. And, like, I thought it was really good that we were able to have that conversation and come up with, like, an actual plan for how we were going to do it.
0: Yes. Now, that plan did not involve a solution for, like, how we would keep paying our bills while we were doing this other thing. But we'll get get there. (laughs) We'll figure that out.
1: We are going to figure that out. And I think also like, and this, I think this was kind of what Allison was saying to us about like cleaning the house. Is there, you know, and you were saying like, I can't work in my office. It's so cluttered. And yeah. so we were like, we're going to work on the dining room table, which was part of why we were cleaning off the dining room table this morning. We were cleaning off the dining room table this morning. We didn't mention that, <laughs> but we did. Um, and then I also like, cleared out matt's some of matt's clothes and like put like reorganized his clothes because they were kind of all over the place and i hope that he finds that more like calming in a way so just trying to like bring some order to our chaotic lives
0: yeah yes that is all accurate information i would say but uh, in other, other news, are the Volvo's still sitting in the driveway.
1: <laughs> mm, that is a block.
0: That is a huge block. I just need to get a hold of a local welder who can just come and weld that bolt together. And I think that will be cheaper than purchasing a welder, the tool itself, and teaching myself how to weld things. I think it'll be cheaper... <laughs> To have a welder come and spend about a minute and a half welding the bolt to itself. So we'll see. To
1: which I say,
0: sure. Yeah, I say, (sighs) I got to do that. Anyway.
1: Anyway, before we take a break, I do just want to wish our beloved sister-in-law Allison a happy birthday.
0: Oh happy birthday.
1: I know she listens to the pod. So happy birthday Al. But does she always love listen you. to the pod? She does.
0: Hmm. We'll see how quickly she listens to the pod. What time does she text us <laughs> saying thank you?
1: Well she's on the east coast so like. I know. she. I think she usually doesn't listen like Sunday night but she does usually listen Monday. But like if Monday. we don't
0: get thanks till Wednesday I'll be like come on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. So
0: yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, and in other news, my dad got to ring the bell at chemo. That
1: is exciting.
0: So that was very exciting. Um, my mother's in all those pictures with him ringing the bell, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I mean, Uh, but she's been uh, going through it with him, you know? Great, I'm very happy about that part of things. And uh, hopefully we're unblocked enough to get work and we can once again afford to visit our family on the East Coast. (laughs) Anyway, uh, that said, we should take a break, I guess.
3: Okay, let's do that. Return
0: post-haste. Not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but, like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a... Just a smidge higher, like in a... Whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, like, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks... Tees or underwear. You're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombus has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombus can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason,
1: oh yeah wow
0: what's up people
1: um, well before we get to people yeah I just want to remind everyone that they can email us at Matt at gmail or Dory gmail call or text us at 413-461-baby which is 413-461-2229 mm-hmm. and you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash excellent if you just were annoyed by that ad break We're doing ad-free episodes at the $10 tier. So get on that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Listen to our ad-free apps on Patreon. Through your Patreon, you can get your Patreon episodes in your podcast app. It's very easy. So do that.
0: It's very easy to get more (sighs) of us in your ears.
1: Yes. Are you ready for voicemails?
0: No. Uh, For a couple of different reasons. None okay. of which are exciting. Mm-hmm. I will, uh, get, Well,
1: why don't I read those, the next email while you get the voicemails ready?
0: I mean, I can honestly, we could just, just, if you just kill like 14 more seconds or so, I can oh, okay. probably get that ready
1: in 14 seconds.
0: Yeah. It's all ready. What uh, oh, do you want to wow. hear first?
1: A voice note of Thanks.
0: Oh, I was like, I don't see that one, but I do. There we go.
4: Hey, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Beau. This is Phoebe and Revere. I uh, just wanted to say thanks for putting the egg signal out after um, our two rounds with no embryos reaching blastocysts. And I just wanted to give an update. Um, the chromosomal blood test the doctor ordered revealed nothing. Uh, <laughs> and when I finally got to meet with her, she gave me the unfortunate news that she thinks it's my eggs that are dumb um, or poor quality, as she put it. So that sucks um, and was really hard to hear. The, the personal weight of like me being the point of failure in this IVF journey just, it sucks. But um, I've started taking CoQ10, as she suggested, which she has no idea if it actually helps egg quality, but she says it can't hurt. Um, and we're going to try naturally for a few months, um, naturally with Clomid, um, although she thinks our chances of conceiving naturally are like 2 to 3%, so woof. Um, and of course she recommended we do another round of IVF so there's and a I chance. just laughed at her and said that is the definition of insanity why would we do the same thing over again and expect different results especially when we are now gonna have to pay for it out of pocket since we have exhausted our fertility coverage no thanks lady um, but I do have some good news I am finally caught up on your back catalog it only took two years um, but when it came full circle in episode 363 uh, when you guys were playing music together you were uh, playing alone by heart which is also one of my favorite songs. Man, it was just, it was a special moment. Um, I promised myself I would get through your back catalog before starting another job uh, after getting laid off when my science baby was six weeks old. And it happened. I did it. I listened to the back catalog and I got a new job. Yeah. Um, I started this week at another tech company and I'm just, I'm putting all the good juju and all the good mojo out into the world for you guys to find employment. Um, You're both so talented. I, I believe it will come. And I just wanted to say thank you again for the podcast. You know, I started listening two years ago while trying to get pregnant, and y'all have just been constant companions through our IVF journey, through my matriessence, through the dark days of postpartum anxiety and depression, and to the, let's be honest, boredom of being home with a baby um, and then months of unplanned (laughs) unemployment Uh, and I just think on the dark days when it's really hard being a parent I think about the journey you guys have been on with Henry and you know I know in detail thanks to everything that you have shared that we have so much to look forward to taking our daughter to Disneyland her playing sports her becoming a person who talks and has weird little obsessions and Mm. oh man watching Great British Bake Off together it just it really warms my heart and makes me so excited for this parenting journey so thank you for sharing so much of your lives with us um and finally my stats first time ever uh despite i've called in probably 10 times but uh, i've had one costco (laughs) hot dog this year so far i live in revere as you know with my husband and 15 month old science baby Mm -hmm. and a cat named ducky uh which i'm sure will cause problems for my daughter since that was her first real word other than mama and dada and she points at cats and says duck so people will think she's crazy (laughs) um we have 1500 square feet Um with a basement, not counted in that, that mm-hmm. stores just a bunch of baby crap, camping crap, holiday decorations. Um, and a fourth TV, it is a 65-inch curved TV, which Ooh. used to be in our living room, but my husband replaced it um, because, I don't know, he's a dude and he wanted a new one. Um, our living room is only 13 by 13, <laughs> not a huge living room, and he replaced the 65-inch curved TV with a 70-inch flat TV, <laughs> and it's mounted on an arm, so it just looms over the entire room. It is insane. <laughs> um, he also has a subwoofer for it and a Sonos sound beam. It is bonkers, but it makes him happy, and I bet it would make Matt happy, too, if he had that. It would. Um, we also have a <laughs> modest 32-inch <laughs> on the third floor um, that we he has his PlayStation set up at. And then, uh, last but not least, he has a Triumph TV in the garage, which he's never used, but he's got a 50-inch TV mounted in the garage, hanging off the garage door on On a hinge. So if the garage door is up, it brings the TV closer to his workbench and hangs down so he can watch it. And if the door Mm. is down, it sits like flush against the door and wall um, with the goal of watching, you know, soccer premiership games out there while doing whatever he does at his workbench. But um, he's a disorganized mess. So you can't even see the TV right now. There's so much crap piled in front of it. But. Mm. Uh, I'm going to send a video so Matt can get the full picture of it. Um, I know, Matt, you talk about wanting a space to kind of tootle in, but my husband is proof that even when you have it, it just becomes a cluttered mess. So, uh, yeah, especially for folks with ADHD who change their hobbies and interests every few months, which might be you, Matt. I don't know. Um, Anywho, love you both. Mm. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Thank you for that phone call. I, uh, that's totally me. I mean, look, there's baseball cards back there. There's golf bags. There's tools. There's guitars. (sighs) And it's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of very specific hobby stuff for sure. Hobbies and I, you know, Mm kind of go together like, like, uh, raspberries and other berries.
1: (laughs) I just think it's funny that, I mean, I think I've mentioned this before, that like you were so on me to like get hobbies, and now I have so many hobbies.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: And it drives you crazy.
0: (laughs) Your hobbies don't drive me crazy.
1: They don't? No. Okay.
0: Your hobbies are all not done at the house, so how could they drive me crazy?
1: That's true.
0: I mean, what does what, what like... does drive me crazy is when you are forcing me to wrap your arm in an ice bag every fucking night and then you still will go play tennis instead oh, I'm of seeing giving a doctor yourself on, some healing I'm seeing time. a doctor on
1: Thursday. You
0: know, the doctor's probably going to say, what? Take some time off. Stop playing tennis for a little bit. Ew. Rude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, just play right-handed. It'll be fine for That's a little whatever. while play the right-handed for a little while your arm will be better
1: um phoebe phoebe also sent a follow-up email um and said from my back catalog listening remember the term ovary achiever ugh the worst two i cannot believe how casually matt asked for people's hot dog counts and how it is stuck with this show i love it hey, it's three incredible Whatever happened to Matt's dart obsession at the end of 2020?
0: Uh, well, my board's still here. Uh, I have, I ha- it's, it's, it's my, my windmill blade five is still up there with the LED light around it and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven darts in there. Uh, I threw a 180 like two months ago. So that was pretty good. So I kind of I left it in the board just. To, wow. And I was like, you know, because I've peaked. That's the po- best possible throw you can have.
1: Um, what is it with dudes and Lottie from GBBO? I know she's cute and self-deprecating and funny, blah blah blah. But is she just a GBBO ten, but a real life seven? I have some jealousy here since my husband loves her too. Wow. Ouch, Phoebe.
0: Rude. Rude to lottie get out of here with that uh, uh I was like, is, what's up with her and then you just list all these positive things about her yes
1: <laughs> uh, um five whatever happened to Henry's knocked out tooth I think it was a playground incident oh we update I mean maybe you missed this when we updated everyone, but it turned out his tooth had just been knocked up into his gum and then it started descending. And then it but it has never fully descended so it's like half he has like a half tooth.
0: Yeah. And a little <laughs> it's a little crooked half tooth. Yeah. It's adorable.
1: Um All right, my th- kid threw up for the first time ever 2 2 weeks ago and I immediately thought of you guys and all the Henry spew you have had to deal with over yeah. the years. My heart goes out to you, especially that time Dory slipped in it in the airport. Mm. Woof. Seven, lastly, I wish I'd been listening back when startup a Novel or Thanks for Waiting came out so I could have pre-ordered them. Dory, please write another book. Phoebe, I'm working on it. Okay? She is. I'm working on it. That is all. Love you guys. Phoebe in Revia.
0: Thank you, Phoebe. I appreciate your follow-up email with more information, but I don't appreciate what you said about Lottie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, um, all right. Next email is from Erin. Um, she has requested this be read in your best Connecticut accent. Real Connecticut, not Fairfield County.
0: <laughs> I'm not even like a Connecticut blue blood accent. Like what? what is the accent? What is the Connecticut That's Fairfield accent?
1: County, I think. Huh. I don't know. I don't know what a Connecticut accent is.
0: Like theoretically. I feel like, I, like a I've Rhode Island met- accent is like, Rhode Island is like a heavy heavy Boston with a little more elongated vowels. Uh, New Hampshire, New Hampshire. New Hampshire
1: is a Boston accent. New Hampshire's
0: a little bit of a Boston, but it also takes on some of the qualities of the main. Mm. And then the main okay. accent well, is the main accent.
1: I'm sorry, funny. Aaron. I'm just gonna read this in my normal voice. <laughs> Um, this letter is a combination of asking for advice about ectopic pregnancy and also how to deal with not being maternal at all. I have been listening since Matt's nerdist days wow. and never thought that I would actually need your advice. I'm interested because I donated my eggs 10 years ago due to brokenness and I've always wondered what happened to them. I've excellent genetics and made a crap load of eggs for the hopeful mother and always assumed I would have no trouble. My husband and I waited until we were 35, and despite still not feeling ready, all the paperwork was in order, finances, living situation, family support, everything is in place. So we stopped using birth control at Thanksgiving time, and I got a positive on the pregnancy test way too soon for my emotional readiness on January 31st. Don't get jealous yet. Because I had a deep feeling of doom in my belly, which I originally thought was knowing that I would make a terrible mother. Then I got a little bleeding, and at the confirmation appointment, should have been roughly eight weeks, they shoved an ultrasound up in there and confirmed that it was ectopic. So the next day, they gave me two shots of methotrexate. This is apparently also a chemotherapy medication, which works to stop the division of cells. And as long as it works, the embryo will be absorbed into my body. If it doesn't work, I don't even know what will happen because they were focused on making sure that I showed up at the hospital to get the first injection. I don't know what I'm supposed to do next. The internet has shockingly little information about this. I have PCOS, but barely know anything about that either. I now know that having PCOS means a higher chance of ectopic pregnancy, just dandy. The only info for avoiding this from happening on the Mayo Clinic website is just don't bang too many dudes, which doesn't apply to me since I've only been banging one dude since we met in 2017. A nurse gave me copious unsolicited advice and told me that I have to plan for this, like basal temperature and whatnot. But I feel like if we actually try and actually plan, then when I inevitably hate everything about babies being babies, then it'll be all my fault because I supposedly wanted it. The idea of being pregnant is horrifying to me. Like when I thought I was pregnant for four weeks, I cried every day thinking about how my body will become hideouser than it already is. And then when it's over, it's actually the beginning and there will be a real life there that's tiny and fragile and fully dependent on me. And how could anyone want that? Except I have no choice but to want that in order to get to the good parts. Then when I had to get the shots, I cried from a combination of relief and guilt and grief. What I want is to have a 10 year old kid 10 years from now. Can I skip all this angst and existential pressure between now and then? Mixed with total screaming range because here in Connecticut, I'm safe and got this life-threatening danger taken care of within 24 hours. But if I was in a state like Texas or Alabama, I would be begging a judge to let me live or making arrangements to go to New Mexico all in secret so that no one would turn me in for the bounty. Signed, Aaron in Connecticut, I'm living as temporarily as possible in my 2,700 square foot childhood home shared by my parents, husband, sister, niece, four cats and a dog, and the sister's boyfriend and the boyfriend's dog sometimes.
0: Well, it's 2,700 square feet. Everyone's got a little space, you know?
1: A uh, 65 inch TV that only plays MSNBC could be worse. That's true. And a 45 inch TV that only plays Gabby's Dollhouse could be worse. I don't my know. TV is my phone. I've eaten two hot dogs in 2024, but when I go up north to my camp in New Hampshire, I like to cook the Johnsonville brand Better Cheddar sausages over the fire.
0: Interesting. The rusticness of camping, but with the technological advantages of being able to put cheese inside the sausage.
1: Genius. It's
0: like a, quite a dichotomy there. Um,
1: Matt, do you have thoughts? <laughs> I have some thoughts.
0: I mean, I don't know that anyone's ever ready to become a parent. So, like, don't feel horrible about that part of it where you're like, I don't know if I really want this or, you know, mm-hmm. this this part of it, I think, is, you know, it is it is. It is what it is. And you'll be surprised what you're capable of. Uh, yes. Otherwise. <sighs> I don't know. I agree about all the things she said about, thank God she's not in Texas or Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. Do you have thoughts?
1: My only thought is like, I hope you have a therapist you can talk about this with Mm, because it does sound like, it does sound like you have some anxiety that, you know, I do think it's normal to be stressed and anxious about this, but it does sound like it might be a little bit more. Um, And, you know, I think it's good to just like talk these things out.
0: Also, I mean like in your current situation, I could see how you would start. You feel like that about having a kid because you're totally your you're child yes. at home with your
1: yes, great point and
0: sister and sister's boyfriend and a niece and a dog. It's like okay, good this point. This is not how I envisioned it. <laughs> good so point. That is totally understandable. And I would say that Dory uh, is 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 making a good point about hopefully you have a uh, someone you could talk to. A therapist would be great. To have in this situation.
1: All right. Well, Matt, we have to take another break. We do. We'll be right back.
0: Is this a do we have to take the actual break? Yes. Alright. We'll be right back.
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: All right, we're back. Hello. I've got an empty bottle that's making noise. Get out of here, empty bottle. Is it sentient? It. <laughs> um, yes and no.
1: Interesting. Mm.
0: So, what's happening now that we're back from break? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, we put Henry to bed.
0: Just had, I would say, a thousand different Uh, games of Candyland with Henry. (laughs) I lost all of them somehow. How? Even though it's really just a chance. Wow.
1: You're really bad at Candyland. It's
0: just my luck lately. I'm like, (laughs) oh man, I can't even win at Candyland.
1: (laughs) Did you get the peppermint?
0: Uh, At one point I got the peppermint when it was in front of me.
1: Oh, okay. So, well, that's not bad. You
0: know, that was easy.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: But then at some point I got that, um, what did I get? It was a Bon Bon. And it just dropped me back. and I had no chance. No chance. Man. Of catching up to him to the Candy Castle at the <laughs> Candyland finish line.
1: Wow, that's rough.
0: I don't understand why he likes it so much.
1: Why he likes Candyland?
0: Yes. There's no skill to it. Right. There's, I've, I've watched him play games of Candyland by himself, too.
1: Um, yes, he does play Candyland by himself.
0: You really should help out the graduation committee right now.
1: <laughs> I am helping out the graduation committee. Seems to committee. be a
0: lot of panic right now.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Preschools, guys. They're a lot of fun.
1: Um, it's a great. It's great.
0: Right, um, just gotta you gotta pick the right committee, and then you don't have to be bothered with such things.
1: I very deliberately picked a committee that I do feel strongly about i'm I'm the head of the parent enrichment committee, yes, but it does it means I don't have to like plan any of like real events or find venues. The venue is always at school,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, sure, you know, yeah. or on Zoom That's good. Easy <laughs> venues. Oh, those are good venues. We should do the whole uh, graduation on Zoom.
1: That is not anyway, a bad idea.
0: That's beside the point. The point is Candyland, Hair Wash Day. It's just a typical Sunday, you know.
1: Just a classic Shafrira Sunday.
0: This is out of control. My phone is vibrating a thousand times. I'm sorry. I, I will stop. Why responding. am I on this chain?
1: I did not add you.
0: I know, but like (laughs) you're the one who's honestly perpetuating the chain to continue. I'm
1: sorry. It's just when someone is panicked like this, I I always feel, and they and they specifically ask me for help. I always feel compelled to help.
0: Of course, but you have helped.
1: I have. Okay, you're right. I can disengage.
0: Nothing you need to do now.
1: Correct. Okay, let's continue with some listener stuff.
0: All right. Do our listeners need help?
1: Our listeners do need help. Um, All right. Our listener, help. Laura, really needs help. In fact, okay. she says, hi, Dory Matt. I was hoping you or your other listeners can help me and my family. Oh, my
0: God. Perfect.
1: Exactly. We have two amazing science babies, and due to health, life, age, and economics, we are done having kids. We were hoping to have more, but that is just not an option anymore. This has been a very hard decision for my husband and myself. I'm hoping that you or your other listeners can help us find or let us know of a place we can donate our other embryos to science. Uh, We've been putting this off for some time now, but we must move forward on this. We keep paying for storage fees that we can't really afford. Any information we would be truly grateful for. Living in Coon Rapids, Minnesota, in about 3,500 square feet, myself, my husband, and one boy and one girl science baby, and four cats. One plus for IVF. Mm -hmm. We were about to have a boy and a girl. Um, This sounds like she may have voice dictated it. Um, I'm not totally sure what she meant here. Uh, We were. She has an emotional support. I think one plus for IVF. We were able to have a boy and a girl, as we hope.
0: Yeah. two. Two
1: of the cats. My husband calls emotional support cats because we got his kittens after the fourth. Friend slash family member told us they were pregnant that year. We've been trying for over two years at that point. Two hot dogs so far this year. Three TVs, 50 plus inches, uh, 150 plus inches in the family room, 30 inches in our room for when someone is sick, 60 inches. That is evil and is almost never used in the play slash game area. Evil because the remote is like a computer mouse and you have to use an arrow to click on icons to work it. It was a hand-me-down. So I should not complain too much, but my in-laws hated it too. That is why it is a hand-me-down. Lol.
0: There's got to be a way around that, Laura. Uh, place to donate the embryos. I would say Alabama or Texas. Wow. Would not be good places. <laughs> so we're already down to 48 states. <sighs>
3: um,
1: so my understanding is that a lot of cl- like clinics used to facilitate donating to science. And then I don't know what happened. Maybe there were so many embryos that like science was like, we're full. But like our clinic would no longer like let you donate to science. It was either use them or lose them. And by lose them, they meant like destroyed. Um, Because that had been my original thought too. Oh, we'll just donate them to science. Like I'll feel good about that. And then it was like, Nope. Mm-hmm. So I would start with your clinic, see what they say. If they're like, no, we can't, you might, I don't know if there's any real, it, it might end up being like more trouble than it's worth. I'm sorry to say. Um, so good luck. I hope you figure it out. Maybe your, your clinic will.
0: Also, if there's a listener in Minnesota who has heard this and can help. Let us know. Yeah.
1: Let us know. Um. Okay. We have a voicemail called, Ignore the jerks.
0: Uh, ignoring the jerks. Here we go.
2: Chef Rai, Good morning. It's Katie Shinden. Hey, so first of all, cousins. Yes. I'm so stoked that, um, that you guys are doing the cousin thing. You know, I just feel like Henry, um, will always love them. And, Just a little aside, we have a lot of cousins close in age in our family. It's awesome. The kids are all so close, even as teenagers. We're actually picking up my niece from college over spring break and taking her back to her parents' house for Easter and then dropping her back off at school on our way back because she doesn't have a car up there. Anyway, it's just, I'm just saying, like, cousins are amazing, and the older they get, you know, they really still stay close and love each other, and it's awesome. Okay, the aggressive email. OMG, Dory, yes, that stupid email... Who is this person? Why do they think they can, like, send you an email like that anonymously? I just found it really aggressive also. I found it offensive,
1: Thank you. You
2: irritating. It. And you're not an idiot because you guys didn't buy a house yet. Um, we only got our house because our my in-laws helped us many, many years ago. There would It would have never happened had they not been able to help us at that time. So I uh, love you. Don't be so hard on yourself. I'm going to go dance and sing and wrestle with some two-year-olds.
0: Bye. I mean, look. I don't know anybody who wasn't helped by their some relative <laughs> to buy their first house. Sadly, we don't have any uh, independently wealthy relatives. Alas. Alas. Uh just your average one of the mill retired dads and working moms <laughs> Still. Uh. Um But thank you for the uh what would I call that? Uh, not a vote of confidence, but uh Pep reassurance. Talk? I would say thank you, yes.
1: Um, Yes, we always appreciate that. Now. What
0: is next?
1: This is from Anonymous who says, Hi, Dory and Matt. Listening to your latest episode, I have so much empathy for you both when you're discussing the stress and depression related to your financial work and housing situation. If I knew you both, I'd give you a big hug. My husband and I have both been through job loss and what felt like financial ruin in our mid-30s. We are mostly out of the woods at this point. However, we also rent a house and will likely never, ever be able to buy one. We live in the Catskills in New York, which was mostly affordable pre-pandemic, but now home prices... It was
0: affordable pre-pandemic.
1: Now home prices are ridiculously expensive. Granted, not as out of control as as LA... Everyone and their brother from the NYC metro area are either moving up here or buying all the real estate as vacation homes or Airbnb properties. This has caused soaring home prices. These folks have much greater salaries working out of NYC and are completely shutting us locals who have lower salaries and means out of the market. We were lucky in that we found and started renting our home back when the Catskills were less popular. Our rent is exceptionally low for what we have. However, if we had to leave this home, we would not be able to afford to stay in the area with rent otherwise inflated currently too. Any savings we can muster right now will go to college for our daughter in a couple of years and not to a down payment on a house. I try to think on the bright side of being a forever renter, such as never having to pay for expensive home repairs. But deep down, I wish I owned a place. Life in the U.S. is getting curiouser and curiouser for sure. I don't know a lot of people who aren't struggling or worrying about the future. Positive thoughts for things getting better for your family. Anonymous in New York State. With a husband, one dog, two cats, and one daughter in 2,000 square feet. No hot dogs for me in 2024. One small and almost never used TV in the living room. Am I forgetting any other stats?
0: No, you got it. No. You nailed you, it. You're good. Uh, yeah. Catskills were... We went to a Catskills wedding pre-pandemic. You know? Seemed like a cute uh, area hmm And I do imagine, yeah, post-pandemic, that'd be a place where a lot of people would be like, let's buy a place in the Catskills.
1: Well, I think during the pandemic, a lot of people, like, fled up there.
0: hmm Well, here we are. Here we are. <sighs> <sighs> well, thank you for the
1: commiseration. Appreciate that. Um. Okay, this is from jackie she sent this as a text hi matt Mm. i have a get rich job idea for you i've been thinking about this for months
0: Mm -hmm.
1: perhaps you've already considered this but i think you should start producing your own youtube show that focuses on kids toys
0: um i'm listening so hear
1: me out i have three kids and on the rare occasion we let them watch youtube kids they are so excited There are shows where kids and parents play with toys. You make up some kind of storyline, like the unicorn needs to go to the doctor, and you feature a cool unicorn toy and doctor kit. Over time, you'll get sponsored by the toy companies, and then you'll make most of your money on YouTube ads. It suits your skill set to a T. You are hilarious, a kid at heart, a TV producer, creative. I could go on and on. You have such a leg up on all these other people. Dory, <laughs> you could get involved too. <laughs> or be the camera woman.
0: <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't
1: know. If you need inspiration, my kids are obsessed with a YouTube show called A for Adley. It's this little girl named Adley and her dad, mostly going on adventures and doing silly stuff. They now have a net worth of like $20 million. They live in Jesus a mansion Christ. and do whatever they want all day. <laughs> oh, God. Plus, you love Disney. You could have it be Disney-focused toys to get started. You could do this for like five years, make $5 million, then stop and live anonymously forever, collecting ad revenue. I don't recommend doing it forever. Henry would then go on and live a normal life with rich parents. It would just be a distant child memory. Sure, you might feel guilty for exploiting him, but the new house, less stress, will make you feel a little better. Okay, well, there's your get-rich plan for the week. Jackie in Massachusetts again. Three girls, one science baby.
0: Uh, Jackie, I hate it, but also I get it. <laughs> like... Yeah. I I mean, I I deliberately don't let Henry watch any of those things. Um, To to slippery slope down that YouTube algorithm hole. Uh, And I don't know. You know, these people that have these kids that have channels, it's like... I don't know. It's, it's, it seems, I mean, checking me in three months might be a great idea.
1: (laughs) There was just a big, uh, like front page New York Times article mostly focusing on girls whose moms have mostly, like mostly girls whose mom has, moms have Instagram accounts for them, like young girls. And they sell these subscriptions where you can get like extra photos and they're like borderline pornographic and child predators talk about them like on telegram and are like oh it's so great that these moms just like have all these kids out for us and God. it's so disturbing and I just feel like you're just opening your kid up for gross people to like be aware of them <laughs>
0: I think that's the internet in general, right? Let's stay off the internet.
1: Well, I don't put Henry on the internet. Most
0: people won't be aware of you. I'm not saying you do.
1: No, but I'm I'm saying, saying, like, as
0: a general rule of thumb.
1: Sure, but, like, the, of course, it's tempting to say, oh, we would make $20 million, but it's also like, I don't know if it's something that, you know, the kid can just, like, leave in the rearview mirror. Now there's starting to be all these kids who are, like, you know 18 19 20 who are like my mom it's because it's usually the mom like my mom you know was a influencer mom fluencer and it fucked me up and like i just i don't know i don't yeah lo- i don't like love it
0: but we have 20 million dollars so it's cool right
1: <laughs> here have some therapy <laughs> yeah you're fine
0: lots of therapy but uh... <sighs> <Okay.
1: sighs>
0: Uh yes, but Jackie, I appreciate the idea. Um Yeah, but I don't know if that's I don't know if that's for me.
1: <laughs> I mean you could have your own YouTube channel that didn't involve Henry, but maybe Yeah, that... but
0: I'm not gonna sit there and review kids' toys. Of course be, not. That would be oh, weird. What a creep what a creep I would be. <laughs> Grey hair, beard, oh, God. fat guy, just like check out this cool bluey toy. It voice would be extra raspy. <laughs> uh,
1: um, all right. Beth from Edmonton also had a job idea for you. Yeah. Matt, your job should be card reseller, but not just for you, as a service for people like the one whose dad recently passed away. Get some pics, mm. make an initial guess, and then set up a consignment situation where you keep a cut of the proceeds after perhaps a base rate for effort to cover your time in case the cards are worthless. I don't know. It feels like there could be monetization with enjoyment here. Beth from Edmonton. Zero hot dogs in 2024. I went to Costco this week. Really looking forward to one. And they were sold out. Oh, my God. I was super bummed. 42-inch TV with plans to get another within the year. 1,048 square feet with three adults, one diabetic geriatric cat, and one five-year-old cat with major separation anxiety now medicated. (laughs) Okay.
0: Cats seem to be a lot of like... There seems to be a lot of... uh, There's a lot of
1: cats this week.
0: Yeah, but also like the cats all seem to have extraordinary needs.
1: <laughs> needy you know, needy cats.
0: Yeah. Mm. Anyway.
1: All right. One last text. Guys, put Bo in one of your offices, hire a cleaning service, light up your Christmas tree proudly, and have a barbecue. People will love you anyway. Wow.
0: It's not a bad idea. Okay. Light up the tree for the barbecue. Come on over, everyone. We're having a Christmas barbecue (laughs) in July.
1: (laughs) Christmas in July. It's a thing.
0: It is. Check out QVC. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That brings us to the end of this multi-faceted show about weird things. Uh... If you'd like more of this, you can support us on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. It's a place uh, where you can go and, uh, you know, say, hey, I like your content. Let me support you guys in what you do. It's a great, great place to do that. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Thank if you. If you
0: support us at the $5 level or above, you get your name right on the podcast each month. I yawned and Dory was going to take over, but I was like, nah, I'll just plow through here. There uh, you go. At the $10 level, you get I'm your I'm looking at the episodes. list.
1: I'm looking at the list, so I'm not even seeing your yawn.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, if you support us at uh, the $25 level, you get yourself a fun fact, bespoke fun fact every month from me. Uh, and you also get the back catalog of Patriot episodes, so there's a, there's a few tiers, a few ways you can support us. One bonus episode, two bonus episodes, two bonus episodes, and a fun fact. It's, it's many options.
1: So many options. So
0: thanks to the following people. AJB.
1: Allison Patel. Audrey. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. Bertha Crowley.
0: Claire Onay.
1: Crescent Martin.
0: Danielle Nushifuro.
1: Elizabeth Kay.
0: Aaron. here comes the gudge gudge.
1: Jane Ennis. Jen Brennan. Jessica.
0: Gulia from Germany.
1: <laughs> Julie yes. Raskin. I was just
0: kidding. It's Julia from Germany. Uh, Justin Valla.
1: Kate Laird.
0: Katie Davenport. KK. Kristen.
1: Lark Baum. Laura Bennett. Laura Madge.
0: Lauren Cephalo. Lisa. Mara Fass. Mary Myra. Mary Elizabeth Murphy.
1: Maud Tremblay.
0: Melanie Brownbeck.
1: Miriam Sentinel,
0: Nicholas Skidmore. Nicole. Narantha.
1: Nope, nope, nope.
0: That's how I feel. Purple <laughs> Weirdness.
1: Rosina Bosco. Samantha. Stephen H.
0: Thank you guys very much. Uh, you keep supporting. We'll keep making. Someday. We'll all have a YouTube channel. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone.